Welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Alicia. Greatness is a decision and your birthright. You deserve to love the woman looking back at you in the mirror. This show is for the purpose-driven female entrepreneur who is committed to only counting the time she gets back up. The woman who is ready to ignite the flame within, find her voice, and use the power of her story to transform the lives of those around her. This is your weekly fuel to inspire you to action, where I'll be sharing inspirational stories, real talks with thought leaders and successful entrepreneurs from around the world, and provide you with actionable success strategies for creating a business you love. I'm a content marketing coach, and I'm committed to helping you as an online creator and entrepreneur wherever you are to turn your dreams into a reality, to help you transform your messaging so you can create a genuine connection with your audience and grow your income online. You are far more powerful and stronger than you will ever imagine. We are the warriors. You were born for this. Let's make life your bitch. Hey everyone, welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. Obviously, I'm your host, Brittany Alicia, but we have a very special guest today. And I want to welcome in my very good friend, Colleen McClowski. And she has a really fun story that she's going to share with you guys today. And Colleen, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell us why you decided to join us on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much. It is so awesome that I'm here today, uh, you know, talking with you. You just drew me in like right from the very beginning, uh, finding you on Facebook. And I just immediately was drawn into your energy. So it's just like really fun to be able to like have another conversation with you today. And I'm very excited today to talk about how to enhance your intuition in your life. That's awesome. I love it. So tell me what got you started in intuition. Um, You know, tell me a bit of your backstory. Okay. This topic is just like so near and dear to my heart because I always felt this really strong connection towards my intuition. Like even as a child, I remember kind of having that sense of like knowing things without knowing, you know, how I know them. And I just had this like really spiritual sense to me. And even my, you know, mom says now, she's like, yeah, you're always just like a spiritually, you know, attuned kid. But it's just so interesting because like, I just remember life being really being able to tune in to what it is that like I need to follow because it feels good so this feels good I'm in this situation I'm going to follow that 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 feels good this is the right decision this situation doesn't feel good these people this energy doesn't feel good I'm not going to follow that that doesn't feel as good to me and it's so interesting as a child how you can really just have this natural sense of being in connection with your intuition. So I think I really had that. And what's so interesting is like, I remember it like really strong uh, in childhood. Like when I tap back into that inner child work, like I'm like, yes, like that empowered child just like really knew which direction to go into. But I really think that if we can really draw back that, you know, a lot of people can resonate with that and remember that we had that ability to tap into our intuition you know, when we were a child, before we went through this like domestication process <laughs> of, you know, yeah, I mean, so yeah, so that's really, you know, going back to what really inspires me is 
to want to learn and talk about intuition is thinking back about childhood, you know? And so what would you say for you was the very first time or a time that really sticks out to you that you remember, you know, that first time really understanding or remembering that you were following your intuition or, you know, that intuition was even a thing, you know, because like, you know, there's those moments where we think back and we're like, wow, that's what that was. Oh, what is it for you? Do you have a moment that you can think of? I can't say that I have because I never really have been able to separate myself from it. You know, as a Mm -hmm. kid, I know that I felt like it was a secret, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I remember feeling like this is a secret. I know what's going on. Like I I have the sense of what's going on next or what this person is going to say or what this person is going to do. So I, I never was able to really separate myself from it. It was always just this like strong um, internal knowing as a kid, you know, and just letting it flow, that energy of, you know, the divine or that, you know, connection to the other side. It's just really guiding me. Like what's, what's right for me and what's not, you know? Yeah. And so tell me more about that. Obviously, as time has gone on, when it comes to your intuition and that kind of thing, how has that played, you know, a big role in your life and the way you are today? And how has it guided your life on the path that you're on now? So, you know, really tracing back to, you know, having a strong intuition as a child, but then, you know, of course, as I was saying, like the domestication process, which is something that really uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, the man who wrote the four agreements, he really talks about that in depth. And he talks about how, you know, we're really listening to what our parents are saying, and we're in school, and we're now we're judging and we're comparing ourselves. And during this middle school and teen age, there really is this like rewiring of the brain, you know, and so the prefrontal cortex is really, you know, developing those frontal lobes, and that, you know, that central decision maker of the brain, and it's really bringing us more into this logical information based place. So, you know, as we're getting older, we may tap out a little bit of the intuition. And I found that personally for myself is as I got a little bit older and then, you know, teens and then, you know, even into my 20s, I felt that that separation from it, from my intuition. And I really noticed it a lot when I was dating, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was really, you know, into starting the meditation, doing a lot of journaling, you know, practicing a lot of self-care. And then I noticed that when I was dating and I would find a partner that I was really close with, that they would not be, you know, I I found people that were not as much into this kind of work of the growth and the development. And I felt that I really pulled away from that essential part of myself. It was just always so important. You know, it was so it's such a big part of who I am and like my guidance system. And I would lose myself, you know, I would just lose myself in the relationship. And by the time, you know, a year or two in the relationship, I found myself just not feeling fulfilled at all. And I I would have to leave in order to like refine myself. And it's always been through this spirituality. It's always been through 
tapping back in, getting back into the meditation, listening again to the inner voice, finding ways to challenge myself to grow and evolve rather than being stagnant and, um, and just being in, you know, these relationships that, that were not, you know, fitting these, um, somebody that really made sense with me. Like they just made sense spiritually to be in that type of commitment. So, yeah, so that's kind of how it evolved for me through, you know, being in, in relationships and just getting older and, and how it's manifested itself into, into my life with intuition. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking there's probably, you know, some of our listeners who are like, what is intuition? And I think there's a lot of people out there who maybe get confused sometimes and they have different ideas of it. Do you want to share with us? I know you touched on it a little bit, but share with us, what is intuition? How does it relate to meditation? And can you paint us a picture of how it all works? This is something again, that I feel so connected to because it was something that as a child, I really remember being tapped into my intuition, but it's only been recently that I'm like, hmm, this is something I want to just dive into and study more and read more about and really like find out how this manifests for other people, you know, how intuition is, you know, part of other people's lives. So it, it just is so exciting to like talk about because I feel like in a way that I'm like, I have all this experience or, or a connection with it, but in a way it's just like kind of new and that I'm exploring and discovering more of like how it manifests for other people. But specifically for me, like the best way that I can, I can describe it is that feeling of just of knowing without really knowing how you know, right? So it's also this like connection to the other side. It's this connection to the divine that we really have access to. And the way that I look at it is, um, you know, we know that like, we don't have control over everything, you know, all the time. And even though we might set things up where we do, the truth is, is that we're always hearing these things like go with the flow, like everything happens for a reason, go with the dance, go with the flow. And, and I love that, but the way to really tap in to having not necessarily more control, that connection is really tapping in to the intuition and tapping in and saying, okay, I am unattached to the outcome. I am just going with the flow here, but I'm getting a message and this is what I I'm going to go with because this is the message that I'm going with. This is the message that feels right for me. It's about the feeling and leaning in to what really feels good. So it's a place without judgment. It's a place that is just leaning in to that knowing, that place of knowing. And recently I was on a webinar with Shaman Derek and he said something that was just so profound to me. And I really wanted to share it tonight that he says, stop thinking and start knowing. And man, like that just really resonated with me, like just so perfectly, because there's no way to sum up intuition for me better than that. And the empowerment, the confidence that comes around that. Stop thinking and just know. 
it's just, it's so incredibly powerful to be in that space of just knowing. Yeah. And, you know, we're in our heads a lot, you know, and like, you know, being in the body and going more on a feeling place is just so profound. It's really, it's a higher level of consciousness, really. Another book that I, I recently have been reading um, on Frederick Dodson, he talks about these, these different levels of consciousness where he talks about, you know, our animal instinct, which is really in the brainstem and our, you know, that's that instinct. And then um, he talks about knowledge, information, in, intellect, consciousness. And then he talks about the most highly evolved, which is our spiritual consciousness, our higher awareness, and that it's this cosmic intelligence. And he states that it is the most accurate source of information than any other information, mm-hmm. you know? So that's also just, wow, very profound. And I think that on an external basis, we really make it look like a world that is very information based. It's very, you know, this is, this is knowledge, this is information, we're leading up to something. But there's so much more that's happening on these other levels that are at this cosmic intelligence that are filling in the gaps of this information that are really creating this higher level of awareness. So, well, and that's the thing is mindset that spiritual feeling inside of us all is what makes all of us tick, right? You can know everything in the world, but I mean, it's not going to change the way you look at yourself in the mirror if you aren't confident and if you don't love yourself within. And I know even with my clients, I can be talking to them and they can be geniuses in their field but scared to jump on a sales call or something like that, just because there's that little bit of mindset shift that needs to change. And so when you're talking, you know, about that knowledge, people say, you know, you see those quotes like knowledge is power, but it's not right. It's like knowledge, knowledge only gets you so far, but it's that belief and that drive within yourself and trusting Trusting that power outside of yourself that is actually going to move you forward in life and just move you forward. And I really liked, you know, what you shared about intuition and how it really relates to all that, you know, those moments that we have where you just know. And it's like that idea of, you know, when you know, (laughs) right? And I remember. I remember too, talking to a client, I was saying to her the one day about, because we were talking about her business and I said, there's a difference between, you know, relationships. I said, you know, when people say, you know, you find the person of your dreams and it's just like, you know, when, you know, and some people, you know, as entrepreneurs and business owners, because a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs. It's like, when you find something you're super passionate about it, you know, when you know, but so I know for myself when I started my business and all the businesses I had prior to that, this one was so different. And it was that internal intuition of there was just something different about this. And I always like how they say too, like with women, the woman's intuition. I was just talking to someone about that the other day. What's your opinion on that? Do you have an opinion about the women's intuition? 
I think that, you know, we're, we're very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're very, very powerful. You know, I actually have a good friend that's in San Francisco who's a male and he's also like so dead on, like all the time. He just really has a way of kind of have this, this knowing about the right moves to make or even even thinking about how much more we gather from being around certain people, you know, rather than seeing mm-hmm. on paper or resume, like how much more information are we getting, really getting to experience being around somebody. So yeah, so yeah, I think that as women, we, we definitely, you know, as far as being, having that connection with the our emotions, and um, having that perspective, awareness, and having a little bit more room for it too, um, depending really where you're born, actually, because in India, I know that I have Indian male friends that can be more tapped into it. But I do think that our culture may breed more, you know, men that could be more, you know, prone to lead into more information based or this is knowledge and this is facts and this is true. And how do we fix it? That can be more of a mindset that a male may embody um, and it may be more just acceptable also for women to explore emotions and to explore being able to to go in those places where we just know yeah that's just the first thing that kind of comes to my comes to my head about that yeah yeah and you know when you said the when you said you know like start knowing and when I think of that there's a difference between start knowing versus knowledge to me, when I think start knowing, it's, you just said, there's knowing and intuition is an emotional state versus a lot of knowledge is, when I think of it, I think there's a lot of logic, a lot of numbers, information, like you said, you know, the information coming in, but I don't think of knowledge necessarily when I was saying, you know, like the knowledge is power in a spiritual sort of way like that's not how I meant it it was more that logic based of you know because there's some people who are just facts and I need the facts in order for this to even make sense where there's on the other hand it's like you know people will ask even myself they'll ask me the question well how do you know and it's just like I don't know I just know (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah totally it just comes from this feeling sense However, I think it does take a certain, it takes a certain higher vibration to really tap into that. Because of course, we're not walking around like, I know everything, (laughs) you know, (laughs) of course, we're not like, I know, I know, like it, it's such a subtle difference there of just, it's going deep within, it's going deep within and saying, I have the confidence. I am so kind to myself. I am so connected. I'm so powerful. And my gifts of what I have and and my reason of why I'm here in this universe is something that's so profound. It's so, it's so big what I can do. And I've come here already perfect, just the way that I am. And Mm -hmm. I have it within me, you know? And so it's such a subtle, gentle place. But when we can tap back into it and remember, I already have everything I need already within me. And I know, 
for that reason. It just, it's, it's a subtle and it's a gentle place, but it's also an extremely powerful place. And I think that, that, it, that it's, it's, there's a lot there for us to really nurture and to really look at and to, to grow from. When somebody taps into their being within and loving themselves, they really become a force to be reckoned with. And you're able to really own your own identity, be authentic, be yourself, love yourself for who you are. And like you said, not judge yourself and, you know, know that you were from the day you were born, like you were, you know, you were perfect, right? Just the way you were Um, over the years, all these people who forced you to change who you were and you looked at other people and you're like, oh, I need to be more like that. Or so-and-so said, I need to be like this. When we're able to put that all aside and just be our true authentic selves, I think that's when we can really step into that intuitive power. Mm, yeah, it feels so good. I recently had a friend send me a quote and it said, do the universe a favor. Don't hide your magic. <laughs> and it just really ties into that. Of There's just something within you that's so special and is just when we can come out of the place of comparing and looking at what everyone else is doing and what do I need to do and how can I be seen and but just knowing like you have something so unique within yourself and believing in it is is there's just so much there of just believing in it and empowering yourself by believing Mm -hmm. trusting yeah and so have there been times in your life that you have felt that feeling in your gut you've known but you've ignored it and learned lessons that you didn't want to or you know that you you know those moments where you're just like oh I knew that I knew it like why would (laughs) like why didn't I listen to my intuition what was I thinking like do we have to go over this over and over again Brittany (laughs) 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 oh my gosh yes so many times and so many times and I think that the reason why that happens is we're like attached to a certain outcome yeah like we're there's something that we see that we say oh that's the way that my life is supposed to be oh this is the way it's supposed to be and I I'm I want that and I'm going to kind of will this in, you know, (laughs) it's a little bit different actually, because I study a lot on the law of attraction too, where I'm like, okay, like ask and it's given. And it's a little bit more of like, you're putting yourself in a vibration and, and saying it and I am and manifesting it. You know, this is a a little bit, um, you know, different work than that. Um, But there's been so many times where I've just, you know, have said, oh, I want this to happen, or maybe this is the way it's supposed to be. And I've got too attached to where the outcome was. And it completely clouded my intuition. It completely Mm -hmm. clouded it. Um, And, and I know a lot of it actually has been around like dating. And like, you know, like, because that's my thing is I'm like, you know, looking for my soulmate. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) 
And I'm like, all right, maybe this is the path. Maybe this is the way it's supposed to be. Maybe he's the one, you know? So there's just, um, I, I think around that topic and how I think things are supposed to be and being attached. And that's when, or even making assumptions and thinking, well, wait a minute, is this my intuition? But I'm like, no, that doesn't feel good. And that's judgment. And that's maybe not even based in the truth. Where when it's your intuition, it, it feels good. Even if it's a tough decision, like it just feels right. You just know, you know, but yeah, that's an mm-hmm. awesome question. And without a doubt, um, I, I also noticed that the, the less that I listen, like I was saying in those relationships where it, like it gets so quiet, my intuition, it gets so quiet, the less I listen, that I really look at it as like a muscle that the more I use it and I'm, I'm like, oh, there we go. This is the direction I need to go. And I'm confidently going in that direction. The muscle gets so much stronger. It, mm, it I continues to get so strong. But then the less that I use it, and I'm like, nope, that's not true. Nope, I'm good. Nope, that's not the right way. <laughs> I don't want it to go that way because I think it should go this way because I'm attached to the way this is. <laughs> and the more that I do that and I don't listen to my intuition, it gets quieter and quieter until suddenly it's, I can't, I can't even hear it anymore because I'm too attached. And by that point I'm feeling pretty miserable. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I wanted to ask that question was because, you know, I wanted to make sure like our listeners might be listening and they may be thinking, I wish I felt that way. I wish I had that intuition who just spoke to me all the time. And I just knew where to go all the time, but we're still human. And even for myself, it's that same thing you said. It's being more aware of our surroundings. And it's, I remember like there was um, with Tony Robbins, he says this thing where he says like, you know, close your eyes. And then he said, he'll get you to open your eyes and look for red. And then he'll get you to close your eyes and say like, how many of you looked at brown and said it was red? And after that, all of a sudden you see red everywhere. And the reason being is because you've programmed your mind to identify that as being something important. And I think when we're, like you said, when we're strengthening that muscle and we're being more aware and listening to that intuition, it makes it easier to see our surroundings and feel our surroundings and feel that energy field around us. You know, I was at the doctor yesterday and I could just tell like this person was just like in my bubble, like bouncing on the wall, like of my like energy field. I'm like, Ooh, can you not like (laughs) back (laughs) off? But you know, and it was like kind of like that little bit of an intuition thing. And I mean, it was shortly after that he ended up, this guy ended up losing his mind on the receptionist. And at that point, he was just acting normal, but it was that weird intuitive feeling. But, you know, when you're talking about relationships, I can remember a time. I love what you were saying about how we try and we try and be the directors, right? And we try and run the show. And we think that, you know, if we plan it out and we will it, to be a certain way that will show it, will prove it wrong. Right. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what your opinion is on like, you know, psychics and people who read tarot cards and that kind of stuff. But years ago I had split up with, split up with my ex and we had only been dating for a couple months. And I went and seen a card reader and him and I were just getting back together 
or we're about to get back together. And she said to me, like, don't get back together with him. And she's like, he cheated on you and he will again. And I was just like, no, he didn't. He told me that he didn't. And no, he won't. And I was just, you know, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to prove her wrong. Like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And like, how dare she be so straightforward with me? Mm -hmm. And for five years that I was in that relationship, there was those moments and where he was cheating on me. And, you know, I didn't know till after the relationship was over. But there was those moments where my intuition was saying, like it was knocking me in the head being like, hello, Brittany, your intuition is speaking. And it's like, this is your captain speaking. And, <laughs> you know, th- this person's cheating on you. And, you know, that icky feeling that you feel in your stomach, this is real. But it's like you try and ignore it and you consider yourself crazy. But mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, but you're yes. not. <laughs> yes. Uh, because you're so attached to just not wanting it to be true because it's going to be hard. Oh, it's going to be hard to get out of. And then you think about, oh, I'm going to be alone. Oh, this is, we got this trip coming up planned. Oh, like I, I'm going to try to convince myself that this is not true. And it's just this little dance and this little game that we play with ourselves. But if you can ever retrace back of when you had that strong intuition about something, and you were able to like reverse it, like it's just if you're an somebody that you consider yourself a truth seeker, like I, I just can't see how how you can reverse it. You know, it's you know it's there. You know, and you try to like climb, like go against it. You know, and it just mm-hmm. every time it ends in it ends up being even worse. I think in the long run because then you you know not only do you have to deal with a breakup. But you're also dealing with um, the fact that you weren't listening to yourself and there's a lot of healing for and and kindness you have to give back to yourself for not listening. For sure. Because I remember that feeling of telling myself I knew better and looking at myself and being like, you knew better. Why didn't you listen to yourself? Why didn't you listen to, you know, your gut feeling and all those feelings that you had inside? You knew. Why were you ignoring it? And at the end of the day, that was one of the things that I'm so grateful for that whole situation, though, because it got me to where I am today. And it was the moment that my life changed wasn't any past trauma or abuse or relationships. It was my life changed the day that I learned how to love myself. And I don't know if I, I don't know how quickly I would have got there if I, if that relationship hadn't ended the way it did. And I was, you know, and I hit that point where I was like, you know what, enough is enough. I'm tired of not following my intuition. I'm tired of not loving myself and it's time to go after my dreams and follow, you know, follow my heart, follow my purpose, follow, follow my intuition. And it was from that moment that we split and, you know, it was within a month that I, you know, I, I told someone the other day, I said, I, you have two decisions. You have the decision of, you know, staying in the relationship and continuing to do the same thing over expecting different results. You know, the definition of insanity mm-hmm. uh, or you can, you know, take this new life, this new opportunity and create your dream life with it. Right. Those, those are your two options. Which one are you going to take? Wow. 
I love that. Yeah. I love your story there. <laughs> That's amazing. Just what you've been through. And then for you to, what was that pivotal moment where you're just like, no, I'm going to love myself. Was there anything that happened or what kind of internal thing like happened to make that shift? I mean, I found out he was cheating <laughs> and there yeah. was another woman. I found out there was a few, but I remember I was going to be going to a personal development seminar, but prior to that, I remember driving through the mountains. My sister lives in British Columbia, Canada, and I was driving through the mountains and my ex called me and he called me and said, oh, I was just calling to make sure you were okay because I had a dream that you um, jumped off a cliff. And I remember saying to him, did you ever think that maybe I was learning how to fly? And I would remember driving through those mountains thinking to myself, like, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And while I was going through that hurt and that pain of re-going through, like, you know, what I going through like the hurt and the breakup and that kind of stuff. One of the things I kept telling myself was exactly that. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and nothing happens by mistake. And, you know, just keep putting that next step forward. And like, I, I had done a blog post on grief because I had studied grief for a bit and just really understanding how grief is really based on death of death of an idea when someone dies yes we're mourning their death the loss of them but really what we're mourning is all those future ideas those dreams that we had that we could have spent with them that's what we're upset about right is that we wish we had more time with them so we're really upset about the future and for myself, when we split, we had this, my life with him was planned out, right? And I was grieving, not our relationship, but the death of this life I thought I was going to live. And that was that moment. I understood that, that it wasn't the relationship I was upset about. It was that I had this idea of what my life was going to be like with him in it, like moving forward. And really now, and that's why I say like, I had the opportunity to recreate a new life and I took it. And it was like, when I was able to flip it in that sort of context, that's when it made things easier. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is very profound. And talk about just like, you know, being in that place where you saw your future of wanting it a certain way and like it's almost like when we fix ourselves on the, you know a certain attachment or a certain idea that it can really block our intuition you know and oh. now I can just almost feel and, and like vision <laughs> you <laughs> in that car that day and having that full just knowing it just seemed like you knew this is exactly where I need to be and just feeling so clear about that. And that wasn't in a book anywhere. It wasn't anything you learned. It was just this deep feeling and knowing this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And 
I am not supposed to be with him and this is all meant to be exactly this way. And wow. Yeah. It goes back to that intuitive feeling that you were talking about of even though the situation is shitty and, you know, it's a painful situation. It's when you know it's right and you're following your intuition, you're just so at peace with it. It's like, Mm -hmm. of course, there was that feeling like of that mental block of being, okay, my life is very different today. Like I'm starting over. This is different. This is new. I don't like this. You know, in some areas of the inconvenience it caused me, (laughs) but really that was the frustrating part for a lot of us. That's why a lot of us don't leave, you know, toxic relationships is because it's inconvenient when our intuition is telling us you could be peaceful and happy somewhere else. And so it was in that moment when, you know, even when you're talking about it, like, you know, driving through those mountains, it was, I can just think back. And it was just, anytime I think about that, I was just so peaceful in that moment. I just wanted to say, I think that when we can listen to it earlier on in the game, it's like that muscle still strong and those inconveniences of how it's going to really change our life. And, oh, maybe we had a trip planned. Maybe they do this business around the house and they need this done. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all the different things of how, you know, a partner kind of fills this role, like in your life and they kind of Mm -hmm. mesh together your lives. But I think that the earlier on that you can listen, you're so empowered by it because you're still feeling this extreme level of empowerment and confidence in your decision that you've made. You know, so I think that it's easier to have the momentum to keep going, you know, rather than if it's later on in the game and you already have spent time not listening to yourself. So that muscle is weaker and you're going back and forth and you're in this dance of uncertainty because that's the place Mm -hmm. that's just difficult to be in, you know, and I can't even tell you how many times. What it has costed me to not listen to my intuition, (laughs) it's costed a lot, you know, Um, a lot of time probably. But at the same time, like I agree with you that, you know, sometimes there's things I need to learn. And maybe part of, you know, not listening is, you know, to be in the place now where I'm just feeling so solid and being able to listen to that voice and, and to listen and, you know, to help other people with it too and really listening to that voice early, early on in the game. Yeah. And so what would you say are some ways that would to help people get started in even learning how to start listening? And even, you know, some people have blocked themselves of listening to their intuition so much that they don't even know where to begin or Is this what my intuition is? How would we start to educate people on, you know, if there was a couple little things that they could do to just start opening that door for themselves? The first thing that comes to mind is meditation. And so we've heard this word, you know, meditation. People say, oh, you know, we should do this. It's really helps with stress (laughs) reduction and relaxation. And it can also feel like, oh, that's a lot for me to have to get that into my day. But there's just so much research in it that it just actually changes your brain to be able to follow your intuition more because you're just in a more of a relaxed state. 
So, you know, even just starting out like really small and just saying, okay, I'm going to start. When I first started meditating, I did it for five minutes and then it continued to grow to 20. And then, you know, it continues like throughout the years to, to grow and grow. But still to this day, I use this very simple breathing technique. And this may be on a day where, you know, I do have a lot of thoughts going on. I'm thinking about the past. I'm thinking about the future. But we know that in our present moment awareness of the here and now and being in that stage is going to allow us tap into our intuition the most. And it's going to allow us to really find that, that joy and that happiness in the subtle things that are, that are going on around us. So this breathing technique um, is accounting where we breathe in for one on the inhale and two on the exhale. And we go all the way up to 10. After you get to 10, you are going to start over. Okay. And you, if you mm-hmm. hit to, if you hit 11, you're, you're thinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to stay really focusing on your counting, breathing in one, two, three, four, five. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I like to do it with just eyes closed and just breathing in through the nose. So being in that state of relaxation can really help to bring in more of just listening deeper within. You know, sometimes the outward chatter and, you know, what our friends think we should do and, you know, seeking outward for answers is is really turning off the intuition. But when we really take this time to do these breathing techniques and and even take a few minutes for meditation, you could even do it in your car while you're waiting for something to start. Um, you know, if you're stopped in your car and you're waiting for, you know, a phone call and just taking two or three minutes wherever you can to just do some of this breathing is really setting the channel to listen back within rather than looking outward for the answers. So that would be the first one that I would Mm -hmm. say. Another one is like, you know, looking for the signs around you. Like the universe is always talking to you. You know, there's Mm -hmm. always these messages that are like all over and synchronicities and just signs. And the more that we're just tapped into our answers and saying, okay, this is what I'm looking for. So this is a little bit more looking outward. So it might seem counter to what I was saying about meditation, but this is, you know, looking for it in your own unique way where you're, you're looking for a sign that you're saying, this is what is coming up for me today. And just looking for a synchronicity of, you know, maybe a license plate, maybe you'll be in a store and you'll be really focusing on something that you want to, you want an answer for. And it'll just be something that that appears just in the right time and place. So that is another one that I think um, is a fun one to play with because, you know, the universe is always giving you these messages to set you back on that path, that right thinking path. And if you feel really charged up by it, then listen to it. If you really, really feel good about it, listen. 
And if you don't like it, or if you're around someone, you don't want to be around their presence, you just notice I, I don't like it, then don't, you know, really <laughs> following your vibes, following your vibes of like, does this feel good or no? And honoring and listening to your body. So that is another one. Um, another, the, the last one I'll share is one that one of my friends, she does this all the time. And it's really a fun way to be creative with following your intuition is she does these intuitive drawings. So she uses colors and shapes to really let out how she's feeling. And she'll just take out like some color pencils or some, she usually uses that like color pencils and she'll kind of just draw and like whatever's coming out of how she's feeling, she just expresses herself in this artistic flow and it doesn't need to be anything. So this is really, really tapping into your right brain. Our left brain is so much more logical and concrete and more in that intellectual place. But you do really tapping into your right side and being creative, but it not having to be anything. Just what colors are you feeling and how are you feeling like expressing yourself and what shapes and what is the flow and could you add texture to it? This kind of intuitive drawing could really... Um, just bring out more of a feeling of going with the flow. And you may actually be really happy with what you create mm-hmm. at the end where it's, you feel something from it. You feel something from looking at, you know, the colors and the way that you drew and, and, and you might really be able to tap into something that um, maybe a different way of expressing yourself. Yeah. 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 So I love that. my little bit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's awesome. So is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners and that kind of stuff about intuition, meditation, anything like that? I really think I'm going to come back to something that I already said before, but I just want to say it again. Do the universe a favor. Don't hide your magic because within you is this beautiful knowing that just has this this knowing of what's right for you and and don't hide it because like the world needs it right now and especially like where we're at right here and right now the world really needs us to be in this empowered state so you know follow that intuition and believe in yourself yeah I love that so Colleen I know you have some cool programs that you're starting and you were telling me about them earlier Can you tell the listeners how they can find you, some of the magic that you're creating so that they know all about the fun stuff that you're creating so they can come join you in all the magic that you're creating? Sure. Thank you. So I'm just starting a seven weeks of spiritual enhancement program. And during these seven weeks, we are going to touch on all different topics around spirituality. The first one is going to be a Reiki share. The second one is going to be how to apply the law of attraction in everyday life. The third one is going to be a guided meditation, tips and tools, a group coaching program, um, going after your big dreams, uh, intuitive divine feminine, daily rituals and routine and positive habit stacking, and then a Kundalini healing dance party. So these are, you know, the seven different things that I'm just going to offer. And it really can be a la carte. You can just pick one that you'd like to come to. And seven, the reason why it's seven is in numerology, seven is 
all about, you know, tapping into your spirituality. And after your basic needs are met, you have, you know, you have safety, you have, you know, you have a place to live, you have all these basic needs that you that you need in your life, we can really expand our consciousness to go deeper into spirituality and raise our consciousness and and ultimately really you know raise our ability to be able to help and heal others as well so you can find this in more detail on my facebook page i'll have some information right on you know my facebook page and then you know you can always also dm me if you have more questions about it awesome and people are always able to reach out to us as well if they have any questions about Colleen services and we can always pass on the message and yeah, it was so great to have you on the podcast. And there was one other thing I had to ask you about was you never mentioned your branding. And so I just want you to touch on that. Okay, so the name of my coaching, my spiritual life coaching business is called Soul Break. So mm-hmm. you can find that on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm also on Clubhouse. You can find me at C McCluskey. And then you can just find me directly on Facebook and it's Colleen McCluskey. Perfect. And that's awesome. And I mean, we'll have that in the show notes for people to grab the resources. But for those people possibly driving in the car right now and are like, how do I find her? I just wanted them to know that there is a little bit more information out there that they can find you because I know I know a lot of you ladies are all about Clubhouse right now. I was just talking to a client and I said, fine, you guys have convinced me to go purchase the program so I can teach you guys about it too. <laughs> so <laughs> so you guys are getting me on the Clubhouse train. Yay, but. awesome. I'll also be starting a group there on intuition. I didn't find the time yet, but I'll, I'll be sure to be posting that on my Facebook page. But yeah, it is awesome. fun. I'm glad you're coming on board. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it was great talking to you today. I love this topic. You know, I love reminding people how important it is to just listen to their hearts and follow the magic and follow their inner soul and what they're really supposed to be listening to. Yeah. So thank you so much. for. Yeah. Thank you. This was so much fun. I'm so lit up right now and I have so much energy (laughs) because I just realized how much I love talking about this. And, and just one thing to mention is you're the one who like really led me to remind me like, this is my passion. This is my path. And so just so much thanks to you for, you know, bringing me on here and just leading me to where I'm at now. I really appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I mean, that's kind of what I love to do, right? Is help you guys bring out your inner desire, your inner genius zones and, you know, really go after your purpose and just really what lights you up and makes you happy and makes your heart happy too. So anyway, that is all for this episode and I will catch you guys all on the next one. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with your bestie. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, feedback, or compliments that you want to throw like confetti, you can reach me directly at podcast at makelifeyourbitch.co. Thanks for listening.